Yamamoto creates for McLeod. Costin. McLeod spins. Yamamoto looking for the net. Top of the left circle. Shot score! Tyler Yamamoto put it upstairs and Edmonton takes a 5-4 lead. And the Oilers defeat the Kings in round one off to round two. And the city was excited. Oilers fans were lit up on Saturday night in many, many ways that we are going to discuss right now. Brendan Escott joining me once again for a look at sports and a look at sports behavior. Kind of embarrassing what we saw uh, at the ice at the Plaza watch party on Saturday night, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a shame that that's as much a part of the conversation today as mm-hmm. the Oilers victory is I think you get a crowd of 15,000 people together on a Saturday night fueled emotionally and and otherwise a lot of alcohol involved in that Mm -hmm. stuff and that's quite the elixir right that's quite a a cocktail that you've got whether it's a music festival whether it's a hockey game watch party like we saw or whether it's something else Um, and you know it's incredibly unfortunate what happened and uh, and obviously gives you reason for pause I would think in terms of going and taking something in like that but just remember it was an isolated incident. Yeah, I think, you know, there's the mob mentality can be really dangerous. And I think that we saw a little bit of that. Obviously, the watch parties are free events. You don't need a ticket to get in, but you do need to go through security. You have to wait in line. And there was a line that snaked around the block to get in. And people were frustrated and they pushed down the barricades. Uh, you've likely seen the video now. Uh, it's, it's pretty much everywhere. People doing a, a countdown from 10 until they pushed the barricades through, pushed past security, and it ended up, of course, hurting some people in the process, security Mm -hmm. guards, other people that were trying to get in. Obviously, uh, that barricade's going to fall down on someone. I know there was a report of a broken ankle and likely some other, you know, kind of scratches. I think we're really lucky that it wasn't more. And then the other incident uh, that's that's being discussed is that there was a, a stabbing that took place. Someone a, a tr- attempted to stab two people in the crowd and was shot at. It, it. I think, to me, this this transcends hockey behavior. It transcends sports behavior, and it just makes me wonder: can we can we have people gather together in a crowd setting anymore without feeling like they're in danger? Yeah, or emboldened to do something they wouldn't otherwise right. do. And that's exactly to the point of it being more the mob mentality than a bunch of rambunctious hockey fans and they're all out of line and that's, you know, we need to look down on hockey fans. A situation got out of control. I've seen, uh, like I say, at a music festival, I've personally witnessed gates been rushed and pushed down and that sort of yeah. thing. And, you know, it's the scenes of it and I don't want to draw a direct comparison, obviously, but it reminded me of the insurrection a couple of years ago as, as you know, that's going to be a hot button topic for people. But it, that's kind of when you've got thousands of people in unison trying to bowl over the security. I mean, it kind of makes me flash back. So, again, a, a black eye certainly on uh, what was otherwise a great time. Remember, this is the first round. OK, so we're going to have to find yeah. a way for the city. And, and I like how proactive EPS was with the Oilers organization this morning and saying, like, we want to have these events. But it is a privilege, you know, and so we've got to figure out a way to keep uh, the fun and and sort of that good time, obviously, at the utmost importance. But let's keep our stuff together, too. 
Yeah, and and just you know that that trying to take back of control, which I think is kind of the way that you're describing that situation, and how it reminds you of the insurrection too. Like just remember that there's people that are just trying to do their jobs, security yeah. guards that are just trying to keep everyone safe. I think it's great that there's that many people that want to be in there and want to mm-hmm. be partying and having fun and enjoying Oilers pandemonium and fever that's taken over the city. I think that's so great, but it's so frustrating that this is this is a part of that story to be told when all it should be is that it's a giant celebration and the entire city is getting behind yeah exactly and again i don't think it's an edmonton thing i don't think it's an oilers fans thing i think it was a couple of incidents that came out of a very emotionally charged and alcohol fueled crowd on a saturday night in a city that hasn't experienced this kind of excitement in about three decades so you sort of understand that everything was ramped up but again that's a pretty tough precedent to set here in the first round when you've got dreams of of a stanley cup championship what might we be looking mm-hmm. at if it gets that far and, and that's what this is i think so, you're lying to yourself if you're an oilers fan and you're not thinking okay we we probably have the potential to go quite far in this thing now vegas is going to be i think a really difficult uh, opponent for us obviously sure uh, but so were the kings the Kings were tough. That was a really tough team. And I think that, you know, maybe that momentum will carry into the second round. What do you think some of the the storyline will be during the Oilers-Kings matchup? What I've read is that the Kings really need to focus on their defense because you're just not going to beat the Oilers offensively. Yeah, the uh, that's exactly right. To me, the, the Knights are a veteran team. They're a physical team. And they're a team that has some, some top-end players like, say, Jack Eichel, for example, who went one pick behind. Connor McDavid, uh, quality player, but certainly not superstar level like Edmonton has. And so that's why I'm so excited about this group. It's Edmonton's top-end talent. Nobody can touch that. Vegas has veterans like Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez on the back end who might do might do a, a better job against Edmonton's power play. Edmonton was over 50% in the course of that series against LA, so that's going to be hard to maintain. I would think that there's going to be more pushback from the Golden Knights in that regard, and as far as, as it goes offensively, they've got their captain back and, and Mark Stone, so there's some pieces there that should definitely uh, not worry Oilers fans, not worry them, but certainly give them um, you know reason to believe that this will be a competitive series. The one thing for me, Chelsea, is that their goaltender, Laurent Brassois, is probably in the American Hockey League on most other organizations in the NHL. He's the fifth starting goaltender they've had to turn to this year wow. for injuries. Robin Leonard, has uh, he's got bipolar disorder, so he hasn't played at all this year. Logan Thompson got hurt. Aiden Hill got hurt. Now they have another goalie hurt, and they're down to Laurent Brassois. So this is a, a, an opportunity, I would suggest, for the NHL's best offensive players to take advantage of a, a goaltender situation that's going to need a lot of help from its back end. Okay, kind of a perfect opportunity. And then when you back up and get the other situations happening around the league, uh, some other really big opportunities with the other teams that have been ousted. Uh, So Boston is out defending champs. uh, Colorado Avalanche are out, which is really exciting. And you guys, I need to just sort of paint a picture of what's going on in the studio right now because it's not actually just Brendan and I in here having a conversation. We have a very special guest joining us right now. Shay Ganim's son, Aiden, is doing his internship here. I don't know how you got roped into doing your internship here, working with your dad. I hope that you're not actually on his show having to do anything, but very excited to welcome Aiden Ganim into the studio. He's been a little fly on the wall here as we're having this conversation, and I know that your dad is a huge Bruins fan. So 
Like, is he okay? Like, what's the situation at home right now? He's over it now. Okay. Uh, it was definitely a tough night last night to be in the, the Ganim household <laughs> really? as, a, as a Bruins fan. They went down 2 nothing, and he was grilling steaks. He threw a fit. He was super <laughs> angry. I was throwing one, too. I won't even lie, but you get him. Uh, he comes back inside, and they get one, and then they're on the power play going into the third, and they score another one, mm-hmm. and everyone's so excited. And then Pasternak scores that goal, and my dad's super excited. And then with a minute left... Jeremy Swayman, it gets through him, and my dad goes, he said some things I can't say on air, (laughs) and he takes his classic Diet Coke bottle, and he whips it at the TV. (laughs) Like, so angry, he freaked out the dog, like, (laughs) got up running, and then the overtime goal went in, and he he was so upset he just got up didn't say a word and just went for a walk I didn't see him for like two more hours that's the worst kind of dad reaction is when there's silence that's the scariest moment like just pure anger and he came in today and he seems fine now obviously it's he's he's okay but Mm. yeah he definitely uh he had to blow off some steam after a loss like that it's still I bet right under the surface like it's just there ready to bubble up again like don't mention it for a couple of days yeah I'm probably gonna get yelled at for for this right now he's probably gonna go home and he's gonna be like boy but, no, you know. <laughs> the idea of him throwing a fit over Boston getting out, we can all imagine it. So oh, I don't yeah. think you're revealing any secrets that you weren't already picturing, but I really love you telling that story. Uh, sorry, Shay. Yeah, sorry, Aiden <laughs> for the Bruins, but it makes us as Oilers fans very excited and excited to have you here doing your internship as well. Oh, awesome.